Do you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. What's up, y'all? I'm Ian Edwards, and you can get at me on Twitter at All Things Comedy. Well, that's not that's not where you can get at me. You can get at me <laughs> on Twitter at uh, at Ian Edwards Comic, and this podcast, the Soccer Comic Grant, is on AllThingsComedy.com. And also, just want to let you guys know that Ari Shafir uh, has a new special. He's also a podcaster on All Things Comedy. And he has a new special. It's going to be on Showtime this Friday at midnight, 11.59 p.m. And the name of it is called Paid Regular. And it was shot at the Comedy Store in the original room in Los Angeles. So you get a chance this week. Check it out. And uh, you could also get the extended version with digital extras. That is available for purchase at com starting this Tuesday. All right? And I'm here today with my podcast partner in crime, Martin Harris. Hello, hello. Uh, f- uh, fantastic uh, to start a show like that. I like Ari, a uh, very funny guy. And uh, I've been there at Comedy Store the, at the time, I think, when he was shooting that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, great story. You know, paid regular. Why it's called paid regular? Um, yeah, people should know uh, before they even check it out, and they should because he's, oh, a, he's a funny guy. What's the story? He was a he was a door he was a door guy. He was a door guy for for I think a couple of years right, at Comedy right. Store, and then he made it to to be a headliner, to be a paid up regular, and then then big time headliner with his own with his own uh, TV special. So that's a great story. It's very inspirational for a lot of young comics to follow kind of his path that uh, you sometimes start at the bottom and you go to the top as he did. Right. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that a lot of the people who work at the comedy store, like at the door in the parking lot or just some of the people that do tables or work at the booth, the ticket booth and collect the money, they're aspiring comics who want to work at the store so that they can get spots on the open mic spots at the store. So that's where Ari started and uh, Paid Regular is the title of the album of the vi- of the special. So check it out. Yeah. Plus, you know, being a being a producer of shows at Comedy Store, I use those guys. I mean, I, I put them in shows quite a lot. I would say more than other producers. And I think some of them appreciate it. And at least four or five of, of door guys are regulars on my shows. And I, I think I kind of do it because I read at my beginnings when I when I started producing shows at Comedy Store, I, I, I read a book about the history of Comedy Store, so it kind of inspired me that you know I wanted to give these guys the most talented guys who who work there a shot, and 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 that's what I do. And uh, like some of the most famous comics in the world were doormen at the store. Were doormen worked in some capacity at the store, did some type of job around the store until they became regulars and made it big so you know yeah Kinison Kinison definitely was one of them and I could just name a thousand of them so you know that's that's the route that's what it is yeah it's what it is uh now we're gonna get to some uh some soccer I'm dragging because this ain't been a good week uh, yeah it's been it's not been a it good week it could be even worse uh on Saturday it looked like it be it would be a very bad week for me because because of the Spurs loss but uh and I and I was that's the only good thing about this week yeah and I, I was definitely not looking forward to record it but then you know good ne- good news came on Sunday morning that that Manchester United lost at home so so that kind <laughs> of evened it out <laughs> and actually that <laughs> inspired me too yeah to I don't do that. yeah I don't want to face Martin w- with a loss but yeah. I can face him with a loss if his team lost too. Yeah, but so, so it's fresher. So it's fresher. It's funny. Loss is fresher. Man, you lost. Like, but but I the way I the way I saw it is I saw it today that Man, you lost, 
And then I started going back and looking at the tapes of everything. And then Why? I saw that Why? Spurs lost. And then <laughs> I, I felt completely better. I was like, there is a silver lining. But still, I, we lost to the team that took our place in the table. Yeah. And, and that's, 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 that's not good. Yeah, and we can start with that. Um, before we go to the fact that the Spurs lost uh, this season twice to Alan Pardew, which is absolutely yes. horrific because he beat us as a coach of Newcastle and then he beat us as a coach of Crystal Palace in his first game as a coach of Crystal Palace. So that's that's horrible. I hate Pardew. I used to like him. You know, we, I used to be very uh, uh, sympathetic. He was our him. dude this year. He was, he our, was dude, our dude, but now but he, not be, no more. he, you know, it's like he... He's still my dude. He raised his hand, uh, you know, over a Holy Spirit. You know, that's what it is. He, you know, Holy Spurs. And, and he did it, you know. That's that's a blasphemy what he did. Twice. Twice. He got away once, mm -hmm. but now after the second time, I have to put him on my blacklist. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get there. We'll get to the Spurs. It wasn't as important of a game, you know. Those are two mid-level teams. Well, actually, a mid-level team against the team fighting the relegation. Uh, those were two, two top four teams playing against each other, and it was like a mirror image of the game they played a few weeks ago when uh, Manchester United won uh, away at Southampton, being lucky. Uh, this time it was reverse. Right. Yeah. It was more Southampton being a little bit lucky, especially at the end of the game versus menu however uh i think i think probably draw would be more deserved result but menu played a really bad game yeah. it wasn't the greatest we game had seven for both shots teams. and none of them on goal yeah you know it's like you got a team with rooney van Persie, mata and you know, uh, and several issues, and, uh, and no shots on goal. Come yeah, on. plus plus there are several issues about Van Hal and his selection. Uh, it worked when when Menu were won six games in a row. Everybody was blessing him as a great manager, and that he changed the culture around after David Moyes and everything. By the way, David Moyes, as a coach of Real Sociedad, just beat Barcelona last week, so it's yeah, a big win he, for him. I saw I saw that I saw that game, and I was I was looking at all the Barcelona stars on the bench. So they were resting them for this week, for 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 Atletico. Well, I mean, you don't want to lose points at uh, Primera División. You don't. Every game matters, especially when yeah. Real Madrid is so strong that you don't just want to give away but give away it, points. But, but it is what it is. It's like if you play them last week and they win, then they go to Atletico, or Atletico comes to them and they lose to Atletico. Uh, you know, it's like the, this win this week makes the loss last week. A little bit better. You you you'd rather be the Atletico than, like you know it's a fluke. If you're Barcelona, you need to Moyes, win both. If Moyes beat you, yeah, no, you need to w lose both, but you probably wouldn't. You probably ain't gonna. So that's why you rest. And there's beef at Barcelona now between coach. Yeah, Messi. We'll, we'll get and we'll to Barcelona. We'll get to we'll, 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 let's let's go with Menu. So there were like no no no. Let's some with, they lost. Let's move on. No, 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 no. There are a few <laughs> issues. So, so Joey Barton, who is who is probably one of the more more violent, controversial footballers in the Premier League in the last and ten hater, years, and haters. He he said some important facts about Luis Van Gaal that he needs to improve his coaching because here's the thing. Probably the best striker they had in within the last month was Falcao, and Falcao wasn't even on the bench for this one. Right. He wasn't even on the bench. They started with two strikers. One of the strikers was. 
obviously Van Persie, and he I don't I don't think he touched the ball once in in the penalty area. And he, he had a really off game. Right. And the second striker was uh, was Di Maria, which doesn't make any sense because he's a winger. He likes to run with the ball, mm-hmm. and they put him in this in a forward. Sp- position in the forward situation when he's supposed to be uh, chasing balls he was supposed to be looking for uh, for, for for crosses instead of delivering them what is his speciality so so I think that was a definitely can I, can definitely a mi- miscasting can I, was can I just defend on, on that okay and like sometimes as a coach you have to try things out yeah. and and the only way to try them out there's no real preseason or preseason's over and you just got these players after the preseason. So he probably was experimenting. It didn't work out. But so you think I'm, it's a third team plays the fourth team in the league it's time to experiment? I don't think so. Well, I don't think any – a lot of people still don't believe in Southampton no because they're Southampton, but they believe in them now. I know Man U believes in them now. But it, I, it, that's definitely an experiment, and he chose to do it then, there. You know what I mean? So Didn't work out. Didn't work out. But if it had worked out, genius. Well, the second thing, which I don't really like, is playing uh, playing Wayne Rooney as a central midfielder. I don't think he's he's suited for that. I think... He's been back the there for a minute. The, yeah, he's been back there for... But he's going like more more, more back. back he, yeah. he, he's got more defensive... Uh, yeah strategy uh, assigned to him and and that's not that's not his strength he should play either as a striker as a, as a second striker or or right behind strikers in a very offensive lineup he he's not a central midfielder he's not michael carrick he's he's not one of those guys right. so so definitely playing him defensively creates a, a big gap it's a, it's a curse of his skill yeah it's exactly cur- because because he's a great passer but if you play midfield you have to defend you, they great finisher they, as well, they, and he's a great finisher. So it's like when well, you could do both, and you don't have somebody else. They just don't have somebody. So there's like, hey man, could you just drop back? And you, you're probably gonna have to defend, even though we want you to do create attacks. But you, somebody has to. If you're there, you have to play this. So it's like, so he's being cursed by his gift. You know? Exactly. Yeah, and then we got we got all these forwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have a very, very, very strange decision with Palcao. I don't understand that completely. Yeah, I don't get that. And and that that hurt them. That by that there was something that hurt them uh, by losing three points in a very important game. It's right. a very, very important game. The 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 third thing. The, those were t- like two issues I have with Van Hal. The third thing is uh, is the way he sets up the defensive formation. They they play three at the back again, and again it didn't work. Right. Uh, Blind came to the squad he did, he's probably the best guy in recovering the ball because Smalling is you know horrible and and Smalling and Jones it's a horrible horrible <laughs> selection for those positions and and I think they they got so many chances it's time to move on it's time to to give uh, give a shot to someone else because they, they got to buy somebody though they can't just they they have to buy someone some uh, they have to buy someone or they have to play Karik there yeah, as it was That's a good idea. it was semi successful in 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 December so so they should try it again, and, and they should buy someone, for sure. Right. There are a couple of choices discussed. Uh, it's hard to say. You, there, are, there are so many names dropped that it's, it's I think, too early to to speculate on over specific names because there are just so many names around. So it's it's not going to make us any, any, any more believable. And uh, Van Gaal is confirming that, that uh, Falco was not injured, and it... The failure to make the match day squad was based on selection reasons. Yeah, M- which is nonsense. Meaning they got beef. 
I mean, meaning meaning he's trying to play the genius as as he did before, and and it hurt him in in Barcelona and Bayern Munich that sometimes mm -hmm. he tries to be over smart, smart other people. And it's it's a big day for Ronald Koeman. It's a it's a big day for Ronald Koeman <laughs> because they hate each other they and uh, each other, yeah. and and Ronald Koeman won. Yeah, won and the Koeman. funny thing is that two players this specifically. Is, it's funny. This is a coach derby, yeah. not a team derby, not a team against team derby, but a coaching derby. Two. They used to with coach with Ajax together, or where were they together at the national level? They against each other. Okay. Ajax versus PSV. Yes, okay. they were competing. They okay. were competing. Plus, uh, plus there were issues also on the player coach level right. way, way, way before. Right. But uh, but the funny thing is that the, the hero and anti-hero of the of this game, mm -hmm. uh, one of the heroes was Pele, and who who hit the post and Tadic scored a goal, the winning goal for Southampton. So Pele and Tadic was a sub, right? Yeah, he was a sub. So so Pele. Uh, Pele, he got his first chance as a pro in Holland from Van Hal. Mm. So Van Hal brought him to, to, I think, Alkmaar when he was coached there. Or PSV, one of those two teams. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side, Mata uh, became really, you know, a guy who is making a career thanks to Kuman at Valencia. So, 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 so now Mata didn't score two clear goal opportunities against Kuman and and uh, Pele created a chance against his former protege Tony. Van Hal. A lot of lot of stories. A lot of stories as always, yeah. I don't want to jump to this game, but I got to figure out the game. So there's a goalkeeper that looks this I I want to say this. This is, has nothing to do with Manu. I just mm -hmm. want to say this. So I just don't forget. There's a goalkeeper that looks suspect this week. Like Victor Valdez on the bench, he was. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Guy from Barca. This goalkeeper looked like he let a goal in on purpose in a premiership match. That's a serious accusation. It's a serious accusation. Uh I just want to inform my uh, my attorney <laughs> that I'm not taking any part in it. Please don't, you know. I'm trying I'm to remember. Not, I'm not on, on, on this, no. Trying to remember okay. what game it was. Please don't. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if I can remember. <laughs> it it was. It might have been an Arsenal game. Might have been an Arsenal game. Uh, with Arsenal, it's, it's, it's good that you brought it up because they, they changed goalkeepers uh, and, and they won 3-0. Uh, Szczesny, after blunder he had last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he got dropped. The, they weren't the only people who changed goalkeepers. <laughs> Not the only ones, no. <laughs> Chelsea too. <laughs> Chelsea too, but but that was uh, the talk of the week because um, there was a, a story behind um, behind benching Szczesny and, and putting Ospina, who was a Colombian national team first choice goalkeeper at the World Cup. You know, he he went to the quarterfinals with them, and he was on the bench waiting for his chance. Now he got his chance. It looks like he will stay there for a while, because there was a, a reported uh, reported a verbal brawl between Arsene Wenger and, and Szczesny after last game. Plus, Szczesny got caught uh, smoking a cigarette uh, in the shower and he got uh, punished with uh, £1,000 fine. So, he, so, so smoking a cigarette cost him £1,000. Interesting story. Three days later, a father of Szczesny uh, gave a critical interview about his son to mm -hmm. Polish newspaper. He defended him a little bit, but he said also that he st stopped developing as a footballer, that he's he, he's not playing well, that he's not really getting better as a player at all. So basically pretty harsh to hear from, from your own father, right. who was also a, a you know, former goalkeeper. And I, and I said it before a couple of months ago on this podcast that you, I work... You knew Chesney was a kid, right? 
Yeah, yeah, I, I, I work with his father. He was a photographer and, and a newspaper where I work as a, as, a, as a writer, and we went to a lot of games together mm-hmm. on the long trips. So when he was driving, and we we're talking about football, and both extremely intelligent, like way, way over, uh, way, way over the typical IQ of a of a football player. Oh, like me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, kind of, <laughs> even more. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> but like me, very artsy, very artsy. Oh, like both me. very independent. Right, like me. And uh, they don't talk to each other from 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 oh. my sources at all. Oh. And they they're not in a good relationship right now. Both uh, extremely stubborn and and difficult characters, but at the same time, Polish people. sensitive, creative. No, I, I would say not typical Polish, actually. Not I typical Polish. I know. I just want to take a shot at you. That's all. Yeah, I but I mean... I don't believe that. Listen, I'm Polish-American, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Next week is going to be American-Polish. American-Polish? No, in one year. Yeah. But, uh, well, what, we, what you can do... I, I might start dating American girls, so I might be more more American. <laughs> As a Polish, I'll be too misogynic for her. <laughs> Did I spell it right? Misogynic? Misogynic, yeah. Misogynic, yeah. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to behave more American. We both can't say on dates. Yeah, all good. That's that's my new New Year resolution. I'll I'll pretend to be more American on dates, but that of course it's all bullshit and and it it will come out eventually. But doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Uh, Going back to football, uh, so so bad bad days for Szczesny. I don't. There were like people quoted on those stories, including former Arsenal player Jensen, who is now working for some Scandinavian television, and he said that uh, he heard from people he knows that Wenger said that Szczesny will not play again for Arsenal. Mm. So so it looks like uh, like a problem for Polish national team, because he was a first-choice um, goalkeeper for Polish national team. Man, you will take him. Man? You know why? Because I wanted to talk about how we might lose the gear. Why the gear? You shouldn't because we didn't sign him. He's not signed. We didn't. We don't have an extension for him yet. That's why we have Valdez. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think of our chances of re-signing him? Like Van Gaal is uh, trying to on, say, you, guys, this you, is you cool. have a lot of money. You will sign him. Yeah, but but Real Madrid has been trying to get him. That's a problem. That's the only team that can that might actually that right actually team, do something perf- about yeah. it. So that's the problem. It's like yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. So that's a problem right now. And he's Spanish. Yeah, exactly. To play for Real Madrid and then be on the Spanish team. Wasn't he with Atletico Madrid before? I uh, can't remember. Maybe I think so. Maybe maybe we it got d- him depends young. how how much into kind of club loyalty he is. You know, he'll go. Like Atletico is just uh, Atletico is not dedicated to maintaining their winning status. Like they we'll c- see. They could have kept. Once you sell Costa. You ain't trying to. You ain't trying to. Repeat. And some other players, yeah. And that's some true. other players. You ain't. You 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 let your goalkeeper go. You maybe you had no choice about the goalkeeper. They got uh, Torres. We'll see how Torres will work out. You know, we both watched the video of him being welcomed there, and it was very inspirational. Forty thousand people came just he's, to see him. He's done saying hello. Did he play against Barca this week? I have to check it out. I didn't watch the game because I was I know, at the, at the know, Clippers game. I know the score. Hmm. <laughs> and and it, and it you know it wasn't good for Atletico. Yeah, so but we're we're jumping sh- subjects yeah, we a little bit too much. Let's go back to Arsenal three zero 
And uh, Thierry Henry was there at the game with Perez. They were, you know, having great time. They That's were watching. bananas. I was just thinking about Perez. Yeah, and they were watching the game together and they were laughing. And then they went to the locker room and congratulated players. Here's the thing about Arsenal. It reminds me a little bit of the season they had three years ago when they were playing badly and they were lowering the table and they had one player who changed everything around and he was spectacular player of the season. At the time it was Van Persie, then he, he was sold to Manchester United. Right now this one player who keeps them alive and without him, Arsenal would be like 10, 11. Yeah, of course, Sanchez. Yeah. He There's one player. He scored two today. Two, and he had one assist, and he should have uh, three more. There was a... There was a... Ro- should have three more assists. Uh-huh. Because, you know, there were there were like some clear finishing problems, especially Walcott. Mm-hmm. At the very end of the game, <laughs> he, he <laughs> missed Wal- a clear chance. Walcott. Uh, there, there was a Rusicki sighting. He showed up. Did some damage, like uh, the, the the goal Sanchez had, the first one. There was some good interplay on the left side of the field, and they knocked that thing around, and Sanchez took it inside and just did some embarrassing stuff to those defenders, and put it in the the by the near post. Mm-hmm. And like that's one of that's the thing about Sanchez. Like he has these moves that don't always work out, but when they work out, they work out. And if he could just control them, like Messi, when he's doing his moves, they're always under control, and he knows what he's doing with them. And those are similar moves that Sanchez was doing today, but they worked out. But I remember early in the season, sometimes he just tried to be too flashy and it wouldn't work out. But today, if he can control himself more, not get excited when he's about to do something exciting, then he'd be even better. You know what I mean? Like, I see why boss, I had him. But, and I see, but I see why they let him go. And, you know, so it's a good for him today. And the free kick, it's the free, that's, it was the Arsenal game. The free kick that he scored. Oh, Begovic? Yeah. Like, he looked like he just knocked nah, it in That was just hand. a blunder. And he was already yeah. 2-0 for Arsenal. No, I, I know. But, but, you know, there's, there's point shaving and point adding things that people gamblers do. And that, that was suspect, man. Look at it again when, when we finish with the podcast or anybody listening to this. I just watched watch that. that goal again. I've seen <laughs> goals like that. It's more, more. I've more. seen goals like that, and I, but I've never checked the bank account of the goalkeeper you after I've seen goals yeah, like that. Yeah, but the point, Shane, <laughs> the only game which kind of brought any suspicions was the game when Southampton beat Sunderland 8-0 and the, the guy Vito Manona was doing crazy stuff. In, 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 in He's not playing for Sunderland anymore. <laughs> that, was, that was very suspicious, especially that his first name is Vito which kind of <laughs> brings back memories from childhood when I was watching Godfather. <laughs> but that's all right. Uh, Arsenal still, I think, you know, rely only on one player. And, and I think I think it's a, it's a good club for Sanchez. At Barcelona, he didn't... I think he didn't really enjoy to be star number four, star number five. He's star number one at Arsenal, and uh, he enjoys that. Right. He he basically dominated the whole the whole team. Uh, you don't hear about Ramsey anymore. You don't hear about um, Wilshire. Did, did Ramsey even play today? Ramsey's he, injured, right? He plays. He plays. He plays here and there, and he's just not the same player as last year. It's all about Sanchez right now. I think he's injured. Uh, like he's injured, but he comes back, and then he's injured again, and so he that comes means back. He's not waiting to be a hundred. Like I believe in this guy now. It took me a while. I believe, in, but he, if he's injured, stay out of the game until you're fit, and then come in, and you two will be lethal. You know what I mean? But we'll this, see. This back and forth. We'll see. You know, it's sometimes sometimes if someone else, if there's a new sheriff in town, the other sheriff kind of takes a back seat. So so it doesn't matter that the Ramsey was spectacular last season. This season is Sanchez, and maybe Ramsey doesn't like that. We'll see. Maybe maybe they just you know if take something away from each other. Ramsey, if you don't like it, there is this team. It's 
I don't know how far it is by miles. I know, so Campbell but is it's dead. But in Manchester. He should go from Arsenal to Tottenham. And the last name of the team is United. And they no. would love no, that would a be player like wrong you. Idea. And yeah. it's close to Wales. It's closer probably to Wales than London is. Probably Van Gaal would put him in the, as a centre back there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't hate, man. Or maybe as a goalkeeper. Don't, <laughs> don't, hate. Don't, don't, don't let me start talking about the Spurs game next. Okay, <laughs> okay. We did it. We did talk about it. Uh, let's let's go let's go let's do, do we save Spurs for dessert or do we yeah for dessert there are, there are more important games Chelsea and City yeah, let's go to Chelsea let's uh so Chelsea didn't play a good game but uh but they had Oscar who was the player of the game he scored a goal he had assist Costa uh, had three chances scored one mm-hmm. I mean the. They're not playing great football recently, but uh, but they managed to win this time. They yeah. didn't manage to win against Tottenham. They were they were beaten and they were exposed. They're not at their prime at this particular moment. They were lucky to play a team without identity because they just lost a coach, Newcastle, and uh, they don't know who will be the next coach. And you know they played away and they're not good away team. So that was a that was a that was a problem. No, well, when I was watching the Chelsea game. Like I don't think William has a low uh, football IQ, but when I was watching the Chelsea game, it made me think of Perez because those guys on Chelsea, their midfield, they're fast and they break, but they don't break like the Invincibles. Like they get the same opportunities that the Invincibles of Arsenal used to to get, but they don't always, not don't always, most of the time a lot of the time they haven't turned them into the same amount of goals like i saw them break a lot and willing is fast and hazard is fast that's a fast midfield you got there but they just don't have the mathematics to get the ball from one end of the field on a break to in the back of the net on the other side of the field so that's what made me think of perez and Henri today so it's funny that you saw them chilling at the arsenal game because i was like what i was watching willing like his decision making like taking the ball out of his half into the other half and looking at his options, I was thinking, what would Perez do here? And I'd be like, not that. He wouldn't do that. And so that's what made me think of those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still, they you know they 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 I made their homework two zero three points right. two points in front of Man City right now because they only drew mm-hmm. uh, with Everton one one. However, good news coming. Uh, Aguero played first of all. Uh, Aguero played this game, and, uh, and so he will be he will be fully fit soon, and he will be ready to score goals as he did before. Uh, they also bought a striker. It's it's uh, it's done. It's a done deal. Great news for Bonnie himself Bonnie. because he became he became a multimillionaire. First of all, he was very smart about one thing. Uh, he had a clause in his contract with Swansea that uh, that he can be sold for 19 million pounds, and because Swansea wanted to make more money, they offered him one million pounds cash to mm. cancel that clause so oh. he can be sold for 30 million and that's what's happening oh. so he got extra million okay and that's kind of funny i thought about it. like I'm, I'm i'm working super hard at like three three four different jobs and then guy he just gets one million pounds which is which is like two million dollars well, well, <laughs> just well he earned it he made himself desirable <laughs> you know what I'm saying? yeah just don't like he made himself sexy hey, let's and teams let's wanted. cut this clause of my contract that's it you know my two million my only question about yeah. bonnie is mm-hmm. is he a good player on a bad team or is he, he also on a bad team? Swansea is pretty good this year. Yeah, they were like seventh, eighth. Swansea though. Yeah, but it's, it's not a bad team. But 
but listen, when, Remy, when, who is listen, in Chelsea, he when, was on when, a bad team. When, when I say bad team, it's like when there are mm-hmm. no expectations of you and you perform above them, there's a certain comfort there. But when you go to a team where there are expectations, is he the type of player to live up to those expectations? Is he Andy Carroll? Like I'm looking at, I was looking at Andy Carroll this week, and he scored again, and I was like, this is the team he belongs on—a team where they're they're not at the top of the table where he's comfortable and he's the best player there. You know what I'm saying? And and where so that's where Carroll belongs. He doesn't belong at the top of the food table as teams. So is Bonnie this guy we gotta wait watch to find out or what you know, do you think he's really belongs there? He never played on this level. That right. that's the thing. He played in Holland. He was he was a great uh, forward with, with great uh, records mm-hmm. there. Then he went to Swansea, he did his job at Swansea uh he came when they had already a, a great goal scorer in Michu but then he took this spotlight from Michu Michu had to leave and Bonnie became uh, became their man mm-hmm. their go-to guy and now he will, will kind of have to live in the shadow of Aguero a little bit because I don't expect him to compete with Aguero they will probably try to play together but um yeah you know interesting it was also from from the fantasy perspective i i bought i, I rebought rebought aguero again to my team Man, so hoping that he would score goals instead of uh, just setting up for bonnie and, and, and lakaku was lakaku chelsea's guy or he was so you think bonnie's better than lakaku i don't At the moment he is Lukaku was very good last season he's not that good this season however in the game against city he had flashes of I would say he's still a young player. Flashes of old brilliant. Uh, he doesn't have a very good season, though. Right. But he, it's the same amount of money. I think 28 million for Lukaku and I think 29 for Bonnie. So, so they're on comparable level in terms of money spent for them. And where's Lukaku now? Everton. Everton, right. And they, they, yeah, okay, they tied today. Yeah. But not on loan for the first time he was transferred for big money, you know, and, and right. he kind of didn't live up to the expectations. His goal, his goal scoring record is not very good this year. Right. He's just not scoring. Simple right. as that. All right. So let's go to Everton Man City. Yeah. And uh, Aguero one is one. back, but they lost two points. And, and it was one of the best performances from Everton after they had the longest streak of losing mm-hmm. in recent history. And they're clearly the most disappointing team this league. I would say they, they took this title from Liverpool uh, in recent <laughs> weeks. Both teams <laughs> from Liverpool. Not a great year for both of them. Right. And... Uh, I've heard they had two ideas. Uh, the the main idea from the club owners is to do complete uh, overhaul and and just just buy new players and sell the players they have. Uh, I wouldn't do that. And the second is to get the new manager, but they're pretty high, uh, pretty <coughs> sorry high on Martinez. They don't want to fire him. I wouldn't fire him. Like they they have to spend money. They don't like spending money. They like they selling. did. They spent twenty eight twenty eight billion on how the m- Lukaku. How much did they? Yeah. How much did they sell? Who did they sell? This they year? actually, for the first time in a while, they didn't really sell too much. But they, they sold. Banks. They sold one they or didn't. two people. They didn't. No, they kept the team. They they have Barkley. He was injured at the beginning of the season. Mm. They have Baines and Coleman. They're not at the same level as they were last season. No. They have Jagielka. He got even dropped to the bench recently because defense was horrible this mm-hmm. year. From from reasons they are hard to to kind of explain. Right. They were sellers for a long time, but they were not sellers this summer. All right. However, there are clubs they want to buy their players, but Barkley is pretty much chased by a lot of teams, and and the same with not as much as before Coleman, but but still there are teams that want buy Coleman because he's a good fullback. 
Yeah, I think all, fullback. I think all those got teams will pay if Everton sold them, they'd get a lot of money for them. But I don't I don't necessarily believe in those players. And this year they're proving that. But I, but it's all based on this year. I, I don't know something about Everton. You, a lot of people can be good at Everton, including coaches. So when they leave Everton. You find out who they really are. But the funny thing is, I just read a comment from one of the columnists uh, saying that Martinez should learn Moyes' way. He should be like David Moyes at Everton. But let me see. Everton is in 12. That's where Everton be ends up anyway. Come on. They were 5-6 for the last three, four years. Yeah, but that's... But before that, for years before that... Oh, okay, no, you know, come on. But they had teams so that they were competing for Champions League places last year. Competing. I mean, they, they, they almost finished fourth. They finished fifth, but they almost finished fourth. There, were, there was a moment when they were in front of Arsenal and it was no, pretty listen, close. Listen, I'm not doubting that, but I'm talking but about... It's a the huge difference. I'm talking about... It's not... If you, talk, if you consider the entire history of Moyes but and Everton... But there's nothing like history, you know? Like, when you talk about history, Nottingham Forest are in championship and, and three years ago they listen, were the best team in Europe, well, you know? You're not, you're not listening. I'm saying... If mm -hmm. you think about the history of Moyes and Everton, they go from they finish like ten fish and up, which Everton can still do this year. They can finish tenth, eighth, ninth, like se so that's that, that's like that's like between seven and ten. That's Everton range. Way below the expectations. They right. had money, they yeah, had team, yeah, and they had expectations. Because they spiked the, the last of few course. years. They but spiked. But they had players. But, but, they invested but, in but players. But there's a reason why they call that a spike. <laughs> but they invested in players. They invested in Lukaku. They invested in Barkley. They invested in, in no, players. No, I know and a vision of know, Martinez, know, and it doesn't pay off. Listen, I'm, I know they're underperforming, but they're actually performing at the level. If you average out every Everton season in the premiership, <laughs> this is where they at. If you average out the results of all their season, this is around where they are. But comparing the, the fact, fact that, that they have pretty much the same team as I'm they not had last arguing, year. I'm not arguing with you. I'm just making a point yeah. that doesn't that doesn't say your point is wrong. We're both making right points. There's, it's not even an argument. Yeah. You feel me? But, but I'm just trying to think what they can do next. You know, they invested in players. They're not going to invest more money. They already did it. They're not men you who can invest every six months in new players and they don't care about expenses. Oh, oh I know that. I know that. So, you know, they already did all the right things, they thought. and they did, So they're panicking because they did the right things and it didn't work and out. They're not panicking yet, but they're clearly disappointed. Uh, the, the, the thing is, they're not panicking. If they sell, they're panicking. No, they're not, they're not selling. I think they should. I, I they, think, they think about think, overhauling I, the team. I, that's, but that's panicking. Summer time. That's panicking to me. But they're I not say, doing it right now. I say, I say, you just run this one more time. Run this one more time, see what happens. Like keep the game. This is it's too early to, you know. It's not like you're near rele. You're not gonna get relegated. Calm down. You got some good guys. Keep them together. You know, give give the coach Martinez second year with them. Mm, yes. Yeah. Just give him one more year. You know, to teach English guys how to play actual football. And we had a discussion with Melkiat. We did. We <laughs> met. We met the guy. Uh, we, we, you know, we can say hi to him. Very nice yeah. guy. Former Chelsea and Wigan uh, star Mario Melkiot. We talked to him last week uh, a lot. Hopefully, he will join us uh, one day in, in this podcast. I, I'm, I'm sure he's listening right now because we told him to try, you know, try us out. And uh, well, he came up. to my show on Thursday. So very, very nice guy. Wish him all the best. And and. He, you know, he used to be a very good player. Yeah, and he's an analyst for ESPN. So shout out to Mario Melchior, ex-Chelsea player. And uh, I think the plan is I'm going to text him this week and yeah. see if we could record him either tomorrow mm -hmm. or 
Tuesday or Wednesday because I got to go out of town this weekend. Yeah, that would be and perfect. Then, and then use that for the podcast for exactly. this weekend coming up. Yeah. So I'm gonna hit him up. I'll actually text him after. There's one one coffee place we all go together at at some point of the of the week. So so it's a it's a good meeting point. Yeah. Uh, so where we at now? We 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 were talking about Everton and Man City. They didn't. Yaya Torre didn't play. No, because of African Nations Cup. A lot a lot of big teams complain about that that they have to release <laughs> players. <laughs> That's what's happening, you know. The African players are loyal, though. They go on. Yeah, they go. They some of them, some <laughs> of them are more loyal than others, though. But uh, but yeah, Toure is pretty, pretty, pretty loyal. Yeah. He is, and they missed him. Clearly, they missed him. Yeah, they missed him a lot, and they might might miss him more. Yeah. When I saw Nasri and Silva in the lineup, I was like, Silva is having a great season. Nasri, no, not no, so much. Listen, I love Silva. Mm-hmm. I, it's just Nasri should be on the field as a backup for Silva. They shouldn't be on there together. You know what I mean? Yeah, for whatever reasons, that doesn't work. Doesn't and work. Nasri doesn't have a great season, and you could you could think that after resting this summer, not going to the World Cup, he will he will have a uh, uh, chip on his shoulder. He will try to prove something, but yeah, instead he had his girlfriend on his shoulder and didn't he's try got to prove anything. His girlfriend on his shoulder. Maybe he's having he's happier in his life than than Silva. We we don't know that. <laughs> but Silva's playing great season. Though. <laughs> yeah, Silva needs. Thank God, Silva doesn't have a girl like Nasri. We don't know about it. <laughs> no, Maybe he's I, got five like that. He doesn't because he's playing like crazy. <laughs> he's playing. He's he's a baller, man. If that talk about talk about a guy that doesn't know how to make a bad decision. David Silva doesn't know how to make a bad decision. Like if he closed his eyes and you spun him around and made him dizzy, he'd still make the right pass. That's how dope this dude is. Love seeing him play, man. And uh, like him and y- having him and Yaya Tori when there's no African Nations Cup tournament is a gift. Yeah, it's African <laughs> Nations Cup every two years. Can you believe that? It's the only championship that happens every two years. <laughs> and it's it's horrible news for, for European <laughs> clubs. But, you know, Seb Blatter, he got, uh, he got voted uh, mainly because uh, the entire Africa voted for him. So he, he's loyal to, his, <laughs> to people who, who gave him job, basically. Yeah, That's not, what it he, is. He's no fool. It's politics. It's yeah, a f- it's a football definitely. politics. That's what it is. He's no fool. Yeah. So uh two coaches uh started their new yeah. careers. Pardew at uh, Crystal Palace. Yes. Tony <laughs> Pulis, more interesting. Tony Pulis uh, with West Bromwich. And, and where did Pulis come from? So people d- know and so I know. Yeah, I, I mean P- Pulis is and we talked about it uh, a week. week ago. He's a specialist of uh cleaning the dirt. Yeah. So that's what he does. He's saving teams. Yeah. He went to West Brom, and I think they they won one of nine. Mm-hmm. Fired a coach, and they they won this game. They won they won the game, and uh, Berahino scored. He had great start of the season. Then he had his problems, you know, drunk driving and all that stuff mm-hmm. that happened to him. Uh, he scored, and and it's a perfect start for Pulis. And he did what he always does. He he played organized defensive football mm-hmm. he got them organized got them got them working together and and scrapping and they did right and they're in f- you, get, you know they're in 14th this week and uh so 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 where did uh pardu go yeah so uh the thing about Pulis. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 where did where did pardu go i think was it crystal palace yeah he went to crystal palace and his team and, and, and he left newcastle and who did Crystal Palace play this week? Here's the thing, you know, it's um, 
I talked to the uh, LA Clippers. Will be are we producing a charity show for them uh, in <laughs> April? Um, charity comedy show, I, I and I, and, and so I'm very happy, very proud that I, I don't the Spurs know what this has to do with who Crystal Palace played this. Here's week. the thing, you know, the Spurs are good people, so they decided, you know, to do some little charity for Alan Pardew. <laughs> he he had some trouble, personal trouble with Newcastle, very uncomfortable times there, and he was a, a nerve wreck, and that's mm -hmm. his first game. So it sounds so like it sounds like Spurs decided to do some charity <laughs> for Pardew. That's what that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> so they just, you know, they were just nice people, very nice people. Yeah, the Spurs are very nice people. I said, you know what, party, we're going to welcome you to this premiership gig at, at Crystal Palace, and we're going to lose to you. Mm, After yeah. impressively beating and stomping the hell out of Chelsea last week, we are going to play beneath who we were, and here we go. Here's the thing. The, he, Hugh Davis, uh, editor from 442, uh, who's, who's, you know, often, he's the guy I'm sending my stories to. Mm -hmm. uh, he tweeted that um, if Spurs didn't have Harry Kane uh, and Ericsson, mm -hmm. they would be in relegation zone. And I agree. I, I said it many times on this podcast. Mm -hmm. They don't have a very good team. They have uh, two very good players and one player or overachieving in Chadley. Or, or, or if they didn't have, if they had those two guys... And not those other, <laughs> other nine players. They would be competing for for something for the championship. They would be like Southampton, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. possibly. They would yeah. be like a Southampton. <laughs> you could look at yeah. it. Look, 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 let's look yeah, at yeah, the yeah, gap. I agree. The, I agree. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> yeah. The the, the the funny thing is, and it's it's very easy from the from the fantasy league perspective because there are only three four players you can consider for fantasy league. When when you think about Spurs, obviously they have one of the greatest goalkeepers in the world right now, and he's playing great. Even if in in the games like this against Crystal Palace, he was still great. He had mm -hmm. some fantastic saves. Hugo Lloris, mm -hmm. and and when I when I when I read uh, transfer speculations that they want to sell him, actually Spurs for big money, him? yeah. Then I was That's like, poor shit. That was like was like. What is what is almost got sick. What does your coach have to say about that? Is is he for or against this? I mean, it's just a money thing. You know, it's like with De Gea. I don't think Man U wants to part ways with De Gea, but because he got so good, you know, every every team considers him. The same with Loris. He's one of the best, clearly one of the best goalkeepers in the world. So, if someone you know puts like fifty million pounds on his head, they'll so sell him. So Spurs is basically resigning themselves to be West Brom. No, no, they they'll never be West Brom. They'll be like Everton. If, if you're gonna, they'll be Everton. They'll be just Everton, you know. That's that's what they can be if if they will sell their best players, and but hopefully not. By the way, and if they're Everton, what, what, what where would they be finishing every year? Tenth, tenth, exactly. What I was saying is Everton, Everton without aspirations. Yeah, Everton Ever without aspirations. Ever Everton because Ever we're talking exactly. Spurs without aspirations, <laughs> not the Spurs. Which is which is kind of where they League, right? Which is kind of before Harry left there. That's kind of with you know they had aspirations. They did, and yeah. uh, and they still have, um, you know, they still have Hurricane. What a great story! I mean, he's he's fantastic. He's he's just amazing. Kane. Playing, yeah, he, he scored the first one. Yeah, he scored a great goal, mm -hmm. and they were leading one zero. The funny thing is, he's you know sometimes. Oh, I got to ask you about that. Sometimes, you know, sometimes here's the thing, you know, I'll tell you a story about myself. Mm -hmm. When I was eighteen, nineteen, and I'm I, I grew up in a country where they're like one of the most beautiful girls in the entire world, and and they're just Polish girls are just known who, from who, wa who was he. <laughs> Polish girls were known <laughs> from their beauty, but I had this stupid rule, like stupid bet I had with my friend that mm -hmm. we don't want to date Polish girls. We don't. We want to be more like we. We will look for something more exotic, and we're going for vacation to Cyprus and trying to, you know, to. That was my dream to have a girlfriend from another country. Mm -hmm. When I grew up, that was my dream. I want to have a girl who's like American, English, Italian, Spanish, you know. Mm -hmm. 
and I didn't look at Polish girls. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, I never really dated a Polish girl. I mean, I, I, I'm talking about relationship, right? Okay. You know, I'm not talking about other stuff because yes, I did, and, and, and not not a single time. Uh, but uh, but I didn't even understand dating, that. But keep going. Okay, I tried. I tried to make it. You know, the most elegant I I could have sound. <laughs> you could have made so, it. Elegant so it's by not, not like I, it I had n- <laughs> never anything to do with Polish girls. I just never had a relationship with Polish girl, and and, and it was because of my stubbornness for looking for something else. Right. I mean, cl- clubs sometimes are looking for something else, someone else, and they don't look at their own academy. And uh, Hurricane, he was. He he didn't get a chance for like the last three years. He was on loan with uh, with Norwich. He was on bench uh, last year, and he got a chance. Homegrown player, and guess what's happening? He's the best player. <laughs> He's the best player on the team. Period. All right, I'm not gonna argue with that. But after, after he scored his goal and did his thing, what happened to your team? Now th- let me ask you a question. Do you think that was a penalty? Mm, yes. Yeah, think so. At the beginning, I didn't, but then I then I watched replays, and yes, it was. It was I'm a it was a late challenge. I watched it a few times. I'm not sure it was a penalty. But then I watched it on match of the day. There was a different camera angle and and yeah. Yeah. It was just yeah. it was it was stupid. She should there was no need for that. And w- did he get a yellow for that or anything? I think he got a yellow for that. Yeah, that's the thing. When see see to me when a ref calls penalty and doesn't give a card, I'm like, "Are you sure, ref? Are you sure no, that he was wasn't a penalty?" Sure. But it was a good decision yeah. at the end of the day. Are you sure? Like if you ain't sh- if you're not going to give him a card, you might you might not want to make that call. You, you know, there was another penalty like that this week, and it's like, are you sure, ref? You know, you you're not even giving out a card here. Like I I'm I'm from the days when penalty red card. Now it's like penalty, yeah, no card at all. You know, so it's like ref, if if you're not sure this is a penalty, at least give a give a yellow so I can feel you're confident. So that that was yes, sir. That was my question about that. But then so and then the other girl scored and you guys lost the game. All right. So yeah, cool. we did. Okay. Uh, you know, it will be very interesting with uh, with uh, with the battle for relegation. Uh, to be quite honest with you, because uh, there are so many teams involved and uh, there are overachieving teams, underachieving teams like Hull. And I, I'm I'm fearing Steve Bruce. Steve Bruce might be the next one to get fired actually, mm-hmm. because it doesn't look good for him. Uh, th- his two best strikers got injured last game in the first half. It's clearly some 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 problems with the way they train, because it's <laughs> not happening that you have like half of the team injured. You know, it's 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 not the, the people like don't get just injured like that mm-hmm. one after another. You, there has to be a mistake in the way you train. But uh, the second thing is, um, Alan Shearer said it, and I agree with him. If they were giving uh, manager of the year right now, it would be Sean Dyke from Burnley. Burnley is out of relegation zone, having clearly the smallest, yeah, the tiniest be, budget. They beat QPR. They don't have a single player in their team, a single player with with a major Premier League experience. Those are all championship players. Mm-hmm. Those are all players from lower leagues. And I was talking about Burnley the other way. The way they, what team did they play? Like they they manned up against a, a top Premiership team the other day, and that they lost. But I was the way they were, the way they lost. I was like. Why is this team's record so bad? No, it's not as bad anymore. No, I mean listen, they're out of relegation they're, zone. They're, they're, they're dead last. They're, they're the own. They're seventeen, so yeah. they're, they're bad. Like they could still go down, but I I believe they won't. Well, listen, you're not listening to the complete thing I'm saying. They're bad because you're in, you're, you're you're. They could still go down. That's this is not good. Of course, but they're, they're supposed they play to go down. they play better than where they're at, and that's the point. They're supposed to go down. They like. Even before season started, everybody was in every single poll. But they're still and every single poll, they were dead mm-hmm. last. But they're still 
they're still in that area. Well, I mean, there's number 17. There are already three positions in front of the predictions. Eh, not really. Because the two teams that they're ahead of, they're only ahead of them by a point. And 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 then then, then Leicester's like seventeen. Here's the thing. I they personally got tw- think they got twenty. Leicester got nineteen. I mean, Hull got nineteen, which is your boy Bruce. And Queens yeah. Park Rangers got nineteen, which is your boy Harry. And Leicester they'll got go 17. down. I think they'll go down. QPR. Yeah. Well, QPR got better this, but that they but, didn't. But here, but here's the thing. Like, like QPR is in nineteenth, but but they're only two points behind West Brom, who's in fourteenth. So it's like. This this a this a this this relegation zone is bigger than three spots. This yes, it is. This relegation zone Aston is, Villa is goes, only eleven. Goes, goes only up, eleven goals. Goes up to thirteen. Yeah, goes Aston up to Villa place thirteen. Scored only eleven goals for the entire season. Right. They they don't score goals. Like so, when people look at the relegation zone, they only look at the bottom three teams. No, this relegation go- zone that there's there's Aston Villa is two points ahead of Hull and Queens Park Rangers. And they're in 13th. This is a this is a huge relegation zone. All these teams to me, from 13 down, relegation zone. And shit, go further. Plus, Fuck. plus two teams just hired very experienced very experienced managers. Everton's in the relegation zone. They got 22 points too. Fuck it. Yeah, as I said. Yeah. Sorry, uh, two two teams just hire very experienced uh, managers, you know, who know how to how to fight for for you know for staying in the Premier League. So it will be very very interesting. Right. Uh, Liverpool Sunderland. Good win for Liverpool, and uh, they were a better team. Mm-hmm. They are scrapping those wins in recent weeks. They're improving their their overall record record. And yeah. uh, good game from Gerard. Who's you know we know that he will play for Galaxy. It to, you know he he <laughs> moved pretty pretty fast and he he had some 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 good passes. So yeah, that's he was he was, part, he was assist on that goal. Very very encouraging in terms of you know seeing him uh, seeing him as a future Galaxy star. Mm-hmm. Very interesting information. Uh, apparently, Sunderland are discussing with Toronto FC a swap deal that they will get uh, Jermaine Defoe, Sunderland, and mm. uh, Josie Altidore will go to, to Toronto <laughs> FC. Which, and he might, he might score goals in, a, in the MLS. Yeah, you he, know? Might, he might. He might, he might, yeah. He might actually be a better option than Defoe for him. That's funny. That's the only possible deal that can happen for Josie Altidore. Yeah. That's funny. Like th- That's the perfect possible yeah. best worst deal that can happen for Josie Altidore. Mm-hmm. So that's funny. Sunderland needs a striker who knows how to score goals in the Premier League, and mm-hmm. Toronto FC need a striker who knows how to score in the Major League Soccer. So <laughs> it's a win-win situation. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't really want to talk about any more games. Let's get into this transfer market rumors and shit. Too many rumors at a this moment. Of, I know, right? It's, it's I think it will get interesting in, in two weeks. You know what? We don't even have to talk about that. Let's go out of the Premiership for a little bit because I saw some shit. I saw some games. Oh, I'll tell you about the one game out of out of Premier League. You know who is the best scoring defender in Europe at this moment? Vidic. No, it's Glick. I don't he's want. Let's go ag- back to the Premiership. He's scored a goal. Let's go back to the Premiership. I don't, don't, don't want to talk about Polish players. He scored a goal for Torino against Milan uh, that allowed them to draw one one. one, 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 one yeah. Five g- out of eleven goals. The entire team scored eleven goals in the uh, season. He's got five of them. Jesus Christ! He's a forward. <laughs> He's a central <laughs> half. <laughs> I will tell you, English teams are watching. Big goal-scoring threat. English teams are watching. Big goal-scoring threat. Clumsy. 
perfect no. for English. Perfect for the Premiership. No. <laughs> looks clumsy at least. You at least I'll tell looks you, clumsy. you would kill to have Gleek at Manchester United <laughs> tonight. You would kill to have him at, he, at, in the game against Southampton. He, w- he wouldn't be great there. He wouldn't be He great would there. be good there. Yeah, better than those guys. He's, you know, but he's better than Smalling for sure. Yeah, yeah I'd give you that. Right I'll now. tell you, Gleek, after mm. 10 shots of tequila, is better than Smalling. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's why we wouldn't, don't need him. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we don't need him. Uh, so I was watching a, a Roma versus, they. I think it was Lazio. They went down 2 nothing to Lazio. And guess who scored the two goals to make it 2-2? Tati. And, Good for him. And uh, this dude is amazing. He should be playing for Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I thought, like, three years ago, and I was looking at Tati, and I was like, this guy's old. But the goals he scored. He's 38. Yeah. What do you mean he's not old? No, I was looking. I know, you're not listening. I said, but I have better I said, footing. I said, though. No, you didn't, li- you didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. You're making a joke on something, on mishearing something. I said, <laughs> I looked at this guy three years ago and said, this guy's old. But the goals that he scored today were young guy goals. Like, they were goals where the, the ball, somebody crosses the ball across the goal mouth, and you have to make it to the ball. Like, you have to be young to make those goals. And the first one he scored, it, they, they were b- both the same type of goals, but the f- second one was way more impressive. And Let me tell you something. But, 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 the, but this is how young he looks. After he scored the second one, which was, like, fucking amazing, he leaped oh he leaped over two walls to go celebrate. Like like and then he took a selfie. Then he took a selfie which on the is, side. Which ruined everything. Uh, <laughs> but here's for you, the thing. for you, for you. Did you ever read or, or watch any documentaries about guys like I think, La- I think he's on steroids. Lance Armstrong and all those guys? Yeah, I think he's on steroids. You know where all the go. doctors come from? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I g- I'm not gonna argue with you on that either. I think that's because I was looking at this and like I'm his yeah. age. I mean, I yeah. sometimes you know I play basketball for fun, but it's it's difficult sometimes. Yeah, he plays it for real. <laughs> I know soccer for real. And then you know who's who's old and scored in the Italian league? Joaquin. Like he scored, I, and uh, and uh, and he he took his shirt off. <laughs> like there's a lot of old people scoring this 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 uh, this weekend. Strange things yeah. happening in 2015. And then we're going Benjamin Button. Yeah. Then we got the the boss of fiasco. It's, you know, like this coach is having trouble. Yeah, but I think not anymore after this win against Africa. They will they will buy him some time. They, there were right. some rumors about Messi leaving and Messi being you know in conflict with Enrique. He said it's not true. He said he denied it after the game. He scored a third goal for Barca. Uh, interesting, you know. There were there was a rumor he he he's available for two hundred million. So well. That's and that Manchester United was actually linked with Messi. That's in his contract. Yeah. But, but uh, listen, Messi ain't going nowhere. No, I agree. You, we know who's going somewhere. If somebody's leaving, it ain't Messi. No. It, all right. So or Neymar. I think Neymar will stay as well. Yeah. No, I, I'm not. Th- I, when I'm saying somebody's leaving, yeah. if somebody's going to leave, no, they'll fire a coach. It's not after a player. The, I, I think after this yeah. season, I don't think they'll fire him during the season. Yeah. Right. They'll try to bring someone like, you know. But they're not doing bad, you know what I'm saying? It's just that they're, like, listen. They're not playing very well. They're not playing well, but they're not, they don't have the team to play well. And then that coach got there. Well, I mean, what do you mean? They have Suarez, Neymar, and Messi. What, 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 Who's going to get them the ball? Some old guys named Xavi and Iniesta? Yeah. Where's Iniesta, Iniesta is, is a shadow they of himself, s- yeah. They did an Arsenal job on their midfield. They had a big Cesc, mistake that they. They had Cesc. Yeah, and Cesc, they had yeah. Al- Alcantara. And they had some other people, and 
I've never seen a smart team make such dumb moves in critical positions. Like, uh, uh, yeah. th- that team... The Fabregas thinking is, yeah. is, is biting them back, yeah. Yeah. And they, they, the team had a high high front office IQ, and I don't know what the fuck happened. And so then you got this coach, and then you can't buy anybody because the coach gets there when there's a ban, and then so then they're not winning. And then he, he rests the players, and they get pissed. But it's like, it's this is a legitimate rest right here. And then you're not at the top of the league, but you're right there. You could still pull this off, but... Don't act like Real Madrid doesn't have everything perfect. You know what I'm saying? Real Madrid has everything perfect. Like, you are primed to be second no matter what. You know what I mean? So if you finish second, just because, don't be stubborn and say, we're used to being first. No. Like, there was a time when Madrid had to accept that they could not beat this Barca team and and win this league. And Barca right now, with their bands and how they 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 shallowed out the depth of their midfield themselves. They did this harm to themselves. They can't be angry. Even the fans, they, you can't be looking at this coach being and think he's an underachiever. You know what I mean? This this is everybody's responsible for this shit. The players are old. You got rid of midfield. You can't buy no players. And you got a brand new coach. And Real Madrid is at its peak with those players. It's like, what are you going to do? Yeah. You know? However, you know, we everybody was thinking that with Suarez, Messi, and Neymar, they will, they will be unstoppable, and it didn't happen. Yeah, you need everybody, they're retarded. You need somebody to get them the ball. You know, you need some young legs to fight for the ball. You know, it's, it's retarded. Like, that, that team... They, they, they made last-minute decision with Xavi. You know, they didn't want to offer him a contract. He was, uh, he, he said it himself that he was already packed, that he was leaving to New York, that he was about to sign a contract with. Yeah. And to you know, like I, I regret that actually it didn't happen. It would be great for MLS if Xavi came and and played from from the start of next season. By the way, uh, I'm really mad at Major League Soccer because they announced the schedule, and Orlando uh, City and New York Red Bulls will will not come to LA at all. This year, so oh, no yeah. Kaka in Los Angeles, no no Kaka in Los Angeles, and whoever will play for Red Bulls will enough, not come here. As we well. got enough Kaka in Los, Los Angeles. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> I trust you on that. <laughs> All right. So but uh, yeah, but here's the thing, you know, Xavi got another contract, and 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 sometimes you can hurt your own legends, and uh, maybe there was a time to go for him, you know, maybe, maybe there was a time. How's this, how is the contract for just a year? Yeah. Is he saying this is his last year? No. 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 Too bad. But Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, his agent said that he will most likely move to MLS in 2018. So that's that's that interesting. Cri- that Cristiano Ronaldo will? Yeah, in 2018, three years from now. How old would he be? 34. That's decent time. Yeah. yeah. All right. And I think Galaxy, because he spends so much time in LA, I think Galaxy is a clear, clear right. favorite to sign him. I mean, there are a lot of players that come to LA, man. Like, just like we just For ran sure. to Melchior. That's what I was saying. But yeah. they come here to pursue acting, to pursue some other stuff, or broadcasting. Li- or live the good life. Yeah. It's you think they do? They do live a good life? It's possible here, yeah, you think? It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of possible, yeah. <laughs> like, like we ain't we ain't balling, but this ain't bad. No, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, anything else you want to say? I think that kind of uh, fits the the formula, you know. But we we can. Oh, I'll tell you. The, oh, okay. We, we we can brag a little bit about shows um, at the end, as always. As we always do. I had a great show last Thursday. It was my first like all star show, all pro show. Oh. 
I, I, produ I put together, I opened it as, you know, did some jokes at the, at, as the first comic and got a pretty good response. Then the lineup went like this with Fahim Anwar, Holland Williams, uh, Kevin Newland, Merlin Racecap, Sarah Silverman, Bobby Lee, Neil Brennan, Eric Griffin, so, and Joe Rogan. So, so that was a, you know, pretty big success having like one, I plan to have this one all-star show every month. And, you know, the balance show, as always, I'll have another one on Thursday, uh, the 15th in the main room of a comedy store, 8 p.m. If you want, just come. And I'm there. I'll be hosting the show and, and performing it, you know, at some at some points of the show. You can say hi. You can yell at me uh, if you don't like what I'm saying in the podcast. Yeah, yell at them. And you can tell me what to improve. Of course, I will not listen because that's who I am. But, <laughs> uh, but you can absolutely yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah, trust me, he doesn't listen. I try to tell him yeah. all the time. Yeah. All right. Uh, me, just follow me on Twitter at Ian Edwards Comic, and you'll see where I'm at. I'm going to be in Boston this weekend, but I think the show is sold out. I'll be with Joe Rogan, and then I'll be in Vegas on the 30th at the Mirage again with Joe Rogan. And uh, shout out to Joe. Uh, funny ass motherfucker. Nice guy. Nice guy. Nice guy. And uh, he's killing it right now. Special uh, Rocky Mountain High. Available online. Check it out. I want to say Netflix. I want. I want to say sure. something about Joe. You know, I, I actually didn't know him personally until last Thursday. And w what I liked, there were some aspiring comics I invited to the show to to watch the show, to watch the the greats of comedy. I I I, get, I gave them free tickets. You know, just because I, I'm working with them, I kind of you know put them in some of my other shows. Where, where yeah, let me just say his specials available on Comedy Central. Yeah. yeah. So there were some comics like like newer comics, like people who are doing it but not for a long time, but are pretty funny and promising. So they came to see the show and after the show they came to him, they talked to him in the in the at the parking place and he talked to them for 45 minutes. I mean, th th he didn't show any ego or anything. You know, he he was they were asking questions about comedy, about how to become better comedian and he was talking to them for 45 minutes there in the in the parking space. Mm -hmm. And that's 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 very very cool. I I really like that. I mean, I I never encouraged him to do it. I never encouraged them to ask him. I just I was busy doing other things, but I I just kept walking by and and he was still talking to them. And and that's 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 a sign that he's a really good guy. There's a, it's so scary now. Like there's a lot of really good strong comics, like that, that are talking about the, the the social issues. Like you know, like there's Rock, there's Louis, there's Joe, there's Burr, you just showed me Jim Jeffries. Oh yeah, and, my new favorite. And it, and you know Greg Fitzsimmons. There's just so many, and I'm leaving people out. And there's just really dope ass, funny, strong comics. It's just, it's just the only good thing is that this is such a big country. They can't be in every place at the same time, and people need to be entertained in every corner of the country, so that you can get work. But there's 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 more people that I didn't name. And I'm not going to apologize for not knowing their names, but you know, just go look them up, man. There's some really good, strong comics right now. I think I think comedy is booming again. So check it out. Yeah. All right, man. So it's been a pleasure, as always. And uh, yeah, thanks, Martin. Thank and, you. Uh, put this up, and hopefully we'll have Mario Melchiot, ex uh, Chelsea player, have a conversation with him. That'll be up for next week. So you know, tune uh, in. And hopefully, hopefully in 2015, one of my new resolution. To do a podcast with Steven Gerrard, I believe it will happen this year. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. I'm down with that. Yes. One.